It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I am your host for this robust lifestyle show. Please check out our website, divasthatcare.com, and see all the amazing hosts and their shows of women there interviewing around the world. I am just so very excited today to have a returning diva, Chantel White, with me, and she is going to speak about unmasking the truth with horses. Oh my, am I ever excited. (laughs) Chantel White, could you please introduce yourself and tell us a little about yourself? Okay. Well, you know, that's always a loaded question, isn't it? Tell us a little bit about yourself. (laughs) We were just kind of giggling about that, what it means to be a cowgirl and cowgirl up some days. And um, so, yeah, I would consider myself a country girl and cowgirl, but also, um, you know, a a seeker of truth and somebody who is uh, constantly growing and learning. Uh, So, yeah, I have uh, three adult children, all grown up. I um, am divorced. (laughs) I live on a lovely 45-acre parcel right now with seven horses um, and a couple cats. Uh, I did have two dogs up till recently, but they chose to leave me. They were getting older. So, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm surrounded by nature and animals all the time, which is my love. Uh, What else could I tell you about me? Just I, I. I love to empower people and, and help them discover their truth. And, and that's because I've had to do that along the way, too, through all these transitions in my life. And I'm still working through that. And, and it's just a great way to explore life is what is the truth for you? Oh, oh I love all that. Oh, that sounds so exciting. And I, and I love the uh, where you live. Oh, that just sounds beautiful. I was just picturing it in my mind. And and yeah. yes, that sounds absolutely gorgeous. Oh, how pretty. Well, it is. It I, is. Oh, that sounds great. Well, I am going to ask you a question because I am just so intrigued with your title about unmasking the mm-hmm. truth with horses. How mm-hmm. do horses help people unmask and find their truth? Right. Great question. Great question. Um, you know, a lot of people call horses lie detectors. I, I, I consider them truth t- uh, detectors or truth seekers. And so what I mean by that is often throughout life we've been given a lot of beliefs and stories that really um, are not part of who we really are, not part of our truth, um, and not part of what we're wanting to step into as far as being who we really are. And so when I have people come out, that's what we start exploring is all those masks uh, that we put on to be maybe accepted or to please people or just to not let people really see us because we're scared we're going to be rejected or judged. And the horses really call us on that. 
Um, and they do that in so many different ways. They, you know, if I have somebody who is maybe walking with a horse that's on a lead, the horse won't walk. They're just like, no, like this does not resonate as your truth. This is not, this might be something that you're doing. This might be something that's holding you back in life, but it's not really your truth. That's not really who you are. That's not really what you want for your life. And yet we kind of just step, start doing those things without even realizing that that's not really our path or what we want to do in our lives. Um, lots of times they'll, too, they'll, they'll come in front of people or they'll nudge people forward, like, get moving, like, you're stuck, you know. Uh, they do all kinds of really interesting things. They're just fascinating animals. Yes, yes, I will mm. totally agree with that. I have horses yeah. of my own, and, oh, my word, they bring so much into your life. It is Yeah, just, they do. Yes. Yeah, I could actually just tell you a quick story about I just had a healing circle, and it really um, kind of fits along with the question. But I had a lady come out, and we were looking at the goal of peace and contentment. Uh, And I was asking her what the blocks were, and one of them was expectations of others, and and, um, then the other was just lots of self-doubt and questioning. And I had her partnered with one of my horses, Zoe, and Zoe would not move, like just absolutely no, no, no matter how hard this lady tried to walk towards what I had like a cone placed um, representing her, her goal of peace and contentment, no matter how hard she tried and pulled, she couldn't get her, her, her to move. Uh, and so I had to really sit with her and ask her lots of questions and, and what that was doing to her life, what that was doing to her body. You know, she had lots of pain in her body. She had, um, you know, she's feeling really over-responsible for everybody else. So as we explored all, all that, she was able to really go, okay, well, this actually isn't really serving the people um, in my life, and it's hurting me, and it's actually killing me inside. And when she was able to step into that and feel like, oh, that's what it's doing to me, the horse moved forward with her. And, oh. yeah, it was really cool, and she just sat there. She goes, I just can't even believe it, you know, what this has been doing to my life. And and yet it was just all these little habits and beliefs and stories that were holding her from really stepping into her peace and her contentment. So oh, it was really cool. Wow. Oh, that is that is an awesome story, and it's it's so relating because so how so how many times do we just go through the motions in life, just because yeah. this is what we're supposed to be doing, and yeah, how absolutely. going through that session with the horse, the horse helped her to realize this. Oh, that is just incredible. I just love yeah. that story. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's really fun to watch people and, you know, just see the sparkle in their eye after they're done, you know, and, uh, yeah, they get a lot of awareness. And of course, for me, I get I get to watch that and learn from it, too, so <laughs> it's a world <laughs> benefit. Well, I'm sure every session you have, you can pick up some golden nuggets through yes, it. Yes, absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah it's to not only cool. help your self but to help others in the next sessions wow absolutely yeah you know and i think um probably a lot of entrepreneurs uh, can identify with this is when you find a calling or 
step into a message, then you really have to step into it. And that's been a lot of my journey in the last eight years since being certified as an equine gestalt coach is, okay, (laughs) you know, I'm wanting people to step into their truth and be who they are and be authentic. Then I have to let a lot of the things go that are holding me back from that life as well. And, you know, it's not always easy, but neither is living a life that's kind of filled with, lies and and um things that are just holding us back so either way yeah. you know it's it's work <laughs> oh man oh yes and being a gestalt coach can you yeah. explain to our listeners and go into a little more detail of what gestalt coaching really is i think you've touched on some of it but just so they can relate to what that really means please yeah absolutely (laughs) well i mean we all have things that happen to us in our lives throughout our lifetimes Mm -hmm. that maybe are held within us and and start becoming a cycle in our lives uh you know it might be a repetitive pattern it might be a repetitive belief that keeps us, you know, stuck in that story. And gestalt brings a wholeness or completion to that story. So whether it's, you know, something you wish you would have said to somebody when you were a kid and it's just still really triggering within you, you're able to bring that up and explore it in a, in a safe and wonderful way, and especially with the horses. But either way, you can do gestalt with horses or without. And... It doesn't resonate anymore, so it's like ending that story or ending that, um, you know, the cycle of, of, like, I just see it like a record player going around and around and around. It ends that, so it no longer resonates within you in, in your energy, in your beliefs, in your emotions, so you're able to become whole within yourself without having that play in the background. Oh, oh that's a beautiful explanation. It it helps you become who you really are and brings out the things that you've tried to hide down inside that uh, many of us do to just keep right. moving forward. Yeah, uh, like, you know, we try to stuff it down so many different ways, whether that's through addictions or whether that's through, you know, getting busy in life or whether that's mm-hmm. through overeating or, you know, there's just so many things that we do trying to stuff it and numb it down and yet it's still there until we deal with it, Right. And so this right. is a beautiful way to deal with it so that you can you can step into who you really are and live a life that you're meant to live, which is amazing. Oh, yes, and to do it with horses and yeah. to help and how they're helping you come out of that. And as a woman, us women have a tendency that we have to put on that smile and keep moving forward to help everybody oh, yeah. else. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that the mask that I see most women wearing is the brave face mask. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's that face that we put on. You know, you think you think about how often we say we're good in the world when we're not, or the the mm-hmm. the big smile on our face. And I mean, sometimes like depending on you know the situation, we have to put that on. But then we end up wearing it everywhere, and it just doesn't serve you in in being your authentic self, right? And so being able to take those down, that's what, what happens with the horses. They see through it. They, they're they mm-hmm. like, no, like this isn't serving you. And 
and they help you get <clears throat> connected to yourself. You know, so many people say, I feel so connected to myself. You know, and tears come to them. They pet on the horses. I feel so calm and at peace. Well, that's that's our true nature is yes. to feel content and feel peace and feel joy and feel happiness. And yet all these little masks and things that we develop over time really hold us back from that. Yes, and I just love how the horses see right through us. They they do. They see right through that mask, and they they know your feelings. I always feel they know the feelings before we ever even oh, yeah. get to them. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, really, when you look at them as being a huge prey animal, that's part of their survival mechanism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, so when we speak something and it's not really uh, in congruence with our our belief um, or how we're feeling, then they go, whoa, like something's off here. This isn't right. Yeah. Right? Oh. Um, so they pick and- up on that energy, um, which is lovely. And like you said, they do see right through us. I had... Uh, same healing circle that I just had on Saturday one lady looked at me and she had come for the first time she goes I think he just looked into my soul and I've heard people say that over and over and over they really do they see right into who we are our beings right yes yes they they truly do oh yes and their hearts are so big that they can have they have so much to give and that's Mm -hmm. what I just always find incredible with them. They never quit giving. <laughs> no. True. I just love Even that. when sometimes they should, right? <laughs> you <know>? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're an amazing animal and I'm just so blessed to be able to partner with them to help people, you know, heal some of those uh beliefs or those masks that they're carrying around in the world. Oh, yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. That has to be such a rewarding feeling to yourself. When, like you were telling about the healing circle and how people are finding themselves, true selves, that has to be a very rewarding feeling for you, Chantel. It is. It is. You know, it it feels like my calling, my passion, my purpose, and and Mm -hmm. I think. doing that and and stepping into this work has called me out to be my true self as well right you know that yeah. i i can't be carrying around all these masks and and helping people remove theirs so it, it's it's definitely um it's been a wonderful path that i'm happy to be on and continue to be on oh yes yes you have to find yourself before you can help others so totally yeah. <laughs> and you know Love i have moments or- where i lose myself too i'm human right so is it but you know i get busted a lot quicker because <laughs> uh-huh. yeah because i have these horses around me all the time right <laughs> definitely i hear you totally yeah. well yeah. it was there an aha moment in your life where you were like okay this is what i need to do was there a moment that helped you find that yeah, calling you know, that you wanted to do? I think there was some defining moments. I think for myself personally, I was born loving horses. Like it was mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. I was born with. When people were playing with Barbies, I was playing with little briar horses. Yeah, I don't know if you know what those are. Maybe you do if you're oh, a yes. horse girl. Yes. But they're like, you know, oh, yes. yeah, little play horses. <laughs> but I had horses. And if, 
and if I had a Barbie, she was riding a horse, you know, like, uh-huh. well, that was always part of my life, it was always part of my life, and I was lucky enough to have, um, live in a family that, um, you know, my mom in, in, uh, she was always into personal growth, and, uh, listening to Wayne Dyer, and, and Marianne Williamson and all the, you know, the spiritual teachers at the time. So I had that in me of, of this growth. Um, and so I've always had horses in my life and always wanted to learn and grow and always had in within me wanting to help others. That's just always been who I was um, and have been. And I raised kids. I was raising my three kids and I had been a stay-at-home mom and then I started being um, doing office work, which if anybody knows me well, they look at me and they're like, how did you even do that? Because it's so not who I am. Um, and I was doing it and I was just really feeling unfulfilled and feeling like that heart tug, like there's something more for me to be doing. My kids were still young at the time, but I felt like I had done a lot to raise them and that they were doing well and I would continue being a mom but I still felt like there was more there was a calling something calling me and so I actually sat and journaled it was almost for a year of what do I love to do and it was always be with horses and help people and yeah. so I started researching and and I researched lots and lots of different programs because there's different modalities in, in you know, working mm-hmm. with horses and people. And this one really resonated with me because it really got to the core. And, and the, whether it's the core of trauma or the core of whatever it is that's holding people back, it really got there. And, it, and the training was so intensive, I, it just resonated with me again. So I took this training and... Um, yeah, that's that's where it it's led me to where I am today and continuing doing it, right? And continually doing my own personal work and helping others. But yeah, it was really all I can say is it was a huge heart tug and and really it it's it's like everything that I am this mm-hmm. um this equine gestalt uh, resonated with me, right? So that's oh. that was my oh. aha. <laughs> oh, that was a beautiful aha moment and it mm-hmm. like listen to your heart and what your passion is in life and it sounds to me like that's exactly what you followed like you said it was tugging at your heart and horses have always been your passion. So, mm-hmm. oh, and you listened and went. Oh, that is great. Yeah. That is yeah. awesome. And it is great. It is and um I think there's no other way to live personally. Mm-hmm. Personally, yes. um, Well, I can only imagine once you experience that, then you have that peace. Maybe you would you call it a peace feeling inside of you? Yes, that you are doing what you have been called to do. Yeah, Um, absolutely. And you know, um, it's not easy. You know, like I said, we kind of joked before we got we got conversating on on this show. I mean, I've had to cowgirl up to do this. It's not like it's mm-hmm. been easy. Uh, like for today, for instance, I, I've ran a skid steer. I've had to run around on the quad. I've um, got my lawnmower going. I've been feeding horses. I've been putting horses in and out of trailers. It's not yeah. easy, and it brings me joy. No matter how yeah. hard it is, it, it still is who I am. I'm outdoors. I'm with people. I'm outside with horses and so yeah it does bring me that peace regardless of it not maybe being necessarily always easy 
Right. Oh, yeah. I can totally relate because I love yeah. the outdoors. I love my horses, and that's where I love to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is that is so awesome. I just love that. Well, yeah. I went to your equine reflection website. I love this yes. website. I, I think love so. That is so beautiful. I love a real horsewoman with a big heart, and that is mm. exactly what you sound like, Chantel. And the horse that you have with you on your picture is just mm-hmm. an absolutely beautiful horse with such kind eyes. Can you yeah. share a little more? Is there a special bond between you and this horse? Oh, boy. Don't make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She's been a huge part of my journey. Um, her name is Zoe, and she came to me. I actually had a horse. Um. I mean, people can resonate with this, whether it's with an animal or a person in their life, right? I had a horse that I tried so very hard with. Uh, She wasn't right for me. Um, I mean, I loved her to pieces, but she just wasn't right for me. And no matter how hard I tried, it just wasn't the right fit. And I finally came to the conclusion, and it was after 13 years. You know, I'm kind of a a tough egg that way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So wild to come to the conclusion of like, really, okay, this isn't right for me. And I decided to let her go. And and, um, a lady approached me and and asked if I would be willing to trade for this little mare, Zoe. And I thought, well, okay, sure, you know, I'll do that. And Zoe came into my life, and she was actually my first coaching partner when I started taking the program. So I had her a couple years before I started the program, and she was – just one of my greatest healers at the time I was really suffering with um, body shame and uh, weight obsession like it was just almost all I could think about was how I looked and and of course it wasn't good enough ever and um, my weight was always a big deal though at the time you know I'm sure many (laughs) people can resonate with this like I look back I'm like what was my problem like I had no extra weight at that time but you know to me it was just awful and and she was a big part of me healing that uh, for myself I would just bring her out and groom her and and she's She's one of my most amazing little coach partners. Uh, she does so many just mind-boggling things out there with clients. She's actually the one um, that I was telling you about was helping the one that was the lady that was stuck. She, she just does the most interesting things. But she's just the sweetest thing. So, yeah, I would call her one of my best friend ponies for sure. I I could see that in the pic alone because mm-hmm. you, you two just – you just join together. You can see it mm-hmm. in both of your eyes that you yeah. you read each other and you love each other. It's just Absolutely. written all over both of you. Oh, <laughs> that thank is you. beautiful. Thank you, you are so welcome. Well, and another thing on your website that I found that I really loved was your feel-good tips. Yeah. You shared about ten different tips to people, and one of them was a gratitude journal. Have mm, you always... Yeah been involved in doing a gratitude journal and and what benefits do you see from doing this to share with our listeners well I think anybody who has been into personal growth or or is a seeker understands the value of gratitude I I do fall off track I'm back on it again I, I I gratitude is a life changer it really helps you appreciate where you're at, what you have. It doesn't mean that you don't continually strive for difference or, 
you know, stepping more into yourself, but it just brings you to that place of peace and, and contentment with where you are and seeing uh, all the great gifts in life. And I think that just opens the door to more and more and more of that um, because often it's so easy to focus on what we don't want or what's not working in our lives, and then that just brings more and more of that. And so to sit with, at the end of the day, writing five things, uh, I find it like actually just before bedtime is the best time because it really puts it into our subconscious um, mm-hmm. and and puts us in a really good state um, to wake up in a better place, right? Because what we're stewing on before we go to bed is what we usually often wake up with. And I just I find it such a life changer if you, if, um, you know, for myself, if I sit at the end of a day just before I'm going to sleep and think about the things that went well for me and what was, you know, what is, I have to be grateful for. And it just opens the door to joy in life. Yes. And I think in on an energetic stance, like when you look at energy itself, it raises our vibration. And so when mm-hmm. we're in a higher vibrating state, then we're able to open doors to things that are better for us in our lives. So, it, yeah, can't, can't say enough about the power of gratitude and making it a daily practice. Yes, I would totally agree. I, mm-hmm. I'm a gratitude journal person, and oh, my goodness, it just makes my day doesn't seem complete unless I do that. And yeah. it just, it's a fulfillment. It just makes it you is. feel good. Like you said, it does. No, I just, yeah. that is just wonderful. I love that. <laughs> yeah, well, it is. Well, you are such a very busy horse lady. How uh-huh. do you balance your work and still find time to give back to others like you do? Right. That's a great <laughs> question. Um, it's not always easy, and I can't say I'm always perfect at it, but I've found that it's me first. And the one thing that I find people um, doing all the time when I say, you know, what about you, what is it that you want, um, and not taking the, you know, not focusing on everybody else first, they feel that that's selfish. And actually, it's, that's a farsity. That's another lie that needs to be bust, busted. And so I have found for myself when I get up in the day and I start my day and it's about me and what I need in the mornings, then that that directs my day, and then ultimately it directs my life, right? And then so I have more power and energy, and I'm serving from a place of love and contentment and peace, which then helps others find that, rather than a place of resentment and exhaustion and um, just not wanting to do it anymore. So I think it's just a necessary thing to start looking at what do I need to do as far as my practice, whether it's a spiritual practice or a self-care practice or whatever it is to to really make that a daily habit of this is what I do because that's when people fall apart, right, is, is not taking care of themselves first. And so mm-hmm. I put myself on the top of the list. And that's a hard thing for everybody to do because we've been taught to do the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yes. We've been taught to oh. not put ourselves on the list. And, or, you know, like I talk, I've talked to so many people in either shame spirals or just absolutely depleted from caring for others. Like their shoulders are dropped and their heads are down and they can't even lift their heads. Their, their feet are weighted down. And it's 
it's just so sad to watch them because they they don't even know how to put themselves on the list. And so I have learned get up in the morning and put myself on that list and do what I need to do for me first. So like this morning, for instance, I went for a bike ride. I did yoga. I meditated. I get up early to do this. But it's my time, so I get up excited because it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. I get to wake up and do what I want for me first. It brings a new energy, right? So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. That's what I would say is, is it's been a huge shift in me. It's not been an easy one because, of course, society teaches the total opposite Mm -hmm. um you know and using that term selfish that's where everybody goes and it's just not true yes how true that is because and Mm -hmm. i and i think i said it earlier especially as a woman we always feel that we have to put ourselves at the bottom and everybody else comes first because we have to do everything for them and it's we can't do it until we take care of ourselves first. Oh, my. How beautiful. That and is look what the example we, we set when we do that, right? It was set for mm-hmm. children or set for people in our lives. Like, no, actually, I matter. I'm important here. And yes. I'm going to take care of you because I can care for myself first. Not I'm mm-hmm. going to take care of you because I, you know, I, I feel like I have to. It's it comes from a different energy, and and it serves people in a way greater way when we can come from that place of being full yes. rather than depleted. Oh, definitely, definitely. Well, Chantel, this interview has gone so quickly. This Are has we been. Done? I just, <laughs> I have just loved every minute of it. It's just been yeah. great. Yeah, me too. And, I am going to ask you, and you've said a lot already, but what are some just final thoughts, tips, tools that you would like to leave as advice to our listeners today? Mm-hmm. Good. Um, I would say start asking yourself what your roadblocks are to love. And by love, I mean self-love. You know, what what are the roadblocks for you to not loving yourself, whether that might be um, people-pleasing, whether that might be, um, you know, over-focus on your body or over-focus on other people or whatever it is that's kind of blocking you from loving yourself and start really busting that and and asking yourself what would love do in in these areas you know if you loved yourself what would you do how would you, how would things be differently um you know like i said uh, my journey into equine gestalt coaching was by exploring what would i love to do and it really gets you into looking at yourself Right? What is it that you need? What is it that you want? I, so I would really encourage people to start looking at that. What it, what would love do for you? Because we, we love so much for others, but what would love do for you? Um, yeah. Uh, well, of course, we spoke of gratitude and how important that is. Mm-hmm. And, and any practice and, and making it making a commitment to yourself to do it. Well, often we talk ourselves out of it, and if once you start getting into the routine of it, it becomes easy. So just mm-hmm. do it. <laughs> like, just do just it. Do it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just love yeah. that. Just do it. Just yeah. as we talked earlier, just cowgirl up and do it. <laughs> yeah, just 
for yourself, right? We cowgirl yes. up for so many other people. Cowgirl up for yourself. You know, uh-huh. make, make yourself a priority and, and, and make yourself important. And then other people will see that, hey, guess what? <laughs> I can do that too. It's like giving people permission. Yes. Oh, yeah. that is just beautiful. I just love all of that. Those are some fantastic tips and tools for our listeners to take away from this show. Oh, that was just awesome. I just want to thank you so much. Oh, you are so welcome. I'm thanking you for being my guest. <laughs> well, you're welcome, too. It's been fun. It's been fun getting to know you, too, and, and you're so easy to talk to. And I guess we can, you know, as women and, and cowgirls, uh, really um, understand each other. And that's that's the nice thing about um, coming together, right, is, is a mutual yes. understanding. And it's good. Yes. It's good. Yes. Oh, I I <laughs> totally agree on all of it. I just love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. And Chantel, I so hope you will come back again and have another interview with me so we can keep up to date on what's happening and all your gestalt coaching and your workshops that you have and uh, just absolutely. everything that you're doing in life and helping women. Yes. And we will be posting all of Chantel's social media links to this podcast. I want to thank all of you for listening to this incredible interview with our amazing returning diva, Chantel White. Please share this show with your family, your friends, and be sure to check out all the hosts and their shows on divasthatcare.com. Have a fantastic day. Remember, be kind to all. Give your animals a hug and share your love with them. And until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.